so welcome to Breaking the Curse. This is a Once Upon a Time podcast, and we're going to talk about anything and everything we can about Once Upon a Time. Let's start with introducing ourselves. I'm Alex. I'm 17. I'm majoring right now in digital arts and designs, and that's basically what I bring to BTC. I do all the website stuff, um, all the design logos, everything like that. And then we have Jadira. My name is Jadira. I am also 17. I am a history major, although that has nothing to do once upon a time. I do the writing and the editing for the website. And what we plan to talk about in every podcast, or some podcasts, it just depends. We're going to plan to have sections and divide that and maybe have something that we talk about in each section. So the sections we're considering right now are character highlights, episode reactions, crazy ideas we have about uh, Once Upon a Time, and you're gonna see which are really, many, and they're really crazy. You're gonna see that. <laughs> yeah, different theories, and of course things that happen on the show and the season, etc. And so on. If you guys have any ideas. On our site, we're gonna have a place where you can suggest anything. And what we wanna keep as one of the most important things about BTC is that this podcast is made by fans and for fans. Which means if you guys have a, an idea, we'll bring it into the show. This is made for you as much as for us. And also to contact us, there's also Twitter and Tumblr. Twitter and Tumblr are both curse-breaking. And we'll plan to have once or twice a month a new podcast. I mean, we might do more, we might do less. We're going to see how this works. It also depends on the topics we have to talk about and the possibility of recording, etc. And the most important question right now for me is why do we do this? We do this because we love Once Upon a Time. A lot. It helps us learn more. About once upon a time, I mean, you gotta do some research when you're gonna talk about stuff, and you learn a lot more. Like, um, for example, for season one, I learned that the clock you see in Surreybrook is not really there, they add it um, through computers after they do it. And during season one, um, there were episodes where they kind of had problems with that. So, if you go back and see, Places where they have reflections, you won't see the clock. So I find that a little bit funny. <laughs> Another reason we do this, it helps us develop our skills. Like Alexander said, he's learning computer programming. So he gets to work on that for the website. And I work on my writing. And it also helps us keep connected because um, we live far away from each other. And ever since we started, once upon a time brought us closer. Definitely, I mean, ever since we started, it's just we basically talk on a daily basis. Yeah, we talk way more often to you two, which is a great thing. And it gives us a cool hobby. I mean, who can say they run a website just for the heck of it? Just do it for fun. So let's get into Once Upon a Time because that's the most important thing here. It's not us, it's not BTC, it's Once Upon a Time and the fans. So this is the start of the next section. Who is Regina? Regina is a really complex character. I mean, probably one of the most complex characters in the show. 
bad good i mean she's the best character from in my opinion yeah she's one of the first she's one of the biggest characters and she's also one of the, t the characters that faces the most struggles like like before mentioned the whole deal between whether she's good or evil a lot of stuff with cora her mother henry dealing with magic so much goes on with her and gold gold manipulates her so much i mean it's so clear that um, Gold has been able to p make her do things that she wouldn't do on her own. Because we saw in season two that she would have not been evil if Gold didn't get involved. So I think Gold is one important character in her life. And also, he knows what makes her tick. He knows how to provoke her whenever he wants something done for himself. Yeah, and I mean, he couldn't do the curse himself, that's why he got hurt to do it. And I think that was one of his best plan. But since we're gonna talk about Regina, I wanna start in episode one, season one. I mean, from the moment we saw her, we thought she was the worst character. Um, I mean, not the worst character, I mean like the evil. I actually liked her. I thought she was evil for no reason, and then, through season one, we start seeing her evil side. And then, I would say mid-season one or then season two, we started seeing that she was evil, but she had a reason to be evil. Yeah, you start, you start learning to pity her and you know that there's more to her than just her trying to kill Emma and Snow and Charming and just anybody. I mean, and you can't really blame her because in season one she went through a lot i yeah after you see season one um once they start showing her soft side again her mom was the same as rumple she was always manipulating her to do whatever she wanted her to do not really what regina wanted to do um i think the most important thing that we see that changed regina was daniel i mean um she was so nice before anything happened with Daniel she was the best person she was so nice I mean she was Snow White before she, she was evil yeah his death led to her demise and it was not real demise because she's still alive but the old Regina isn't there anymore hopefully we will see more of that now for now there's not much of her of the old her left so in season one episode one we're seeing Regina as an evil character but at the same time in storybook we're seeing her as an evil character but i think during season one episode one she has a soft side i mean no not only a soft side but she had a reason to stand where she stood because i mean she was standing for henry like the first episode when emma comes back or i mean not the first yeah. episode but the first few episodes where emma comes back and um She's like, no, you gotta go, this and that. A lot of people were saying like, oh no, she's evil because of this and that. But I'm sorry, but she had the right away right there. She raised Henry she did. for the first 10 years of his life. And then this woman comes out of nowhere and starts asking for her children back. I'm sorry, but that's not right. Um, she made a decision and people saw her as an evil person in that moment But let's be honest if it was your situation would you act any different? 
I mean, Regina had every right to do what she did at that moment. What do you think? And also relating to Henry in the first season, like like you said, you see that her e that she's evil and that she's the bad character of the stories. But at the same time, season one, you can kind of see that she is soft-hearted because of Henry. She actually cared for him. She actually had feelings. She didn't just want to keep him because she was evil. She wanted to keep him because it was technically her son. And we see that Regina has a very emotional side and Regina lets her emotions get the best and the worst out of her. For example, she named her son after her dad. Well, Which she, she killed. killed. I know. <laughs> but you gotta see that she killed him but not in a way like i hate you like i'm killing you she killed him but she still wanted to keep a side of him by naming her son after him um another reason why i think um regina is evil um is because everyone else is treating her as she's evil and she, season two we saw her trying to change and people were still they were pushing her away and i think that was one of the biggest problem she was turning good and everyone was pushing her away still and I get it I mean if someone turns good out of nowhere you shouldn't trust them but you should open the door and let them in just be wary when you do and she wasn't asking for that much either and then see where they're leading I mean the only person who was really letting her in was Emma and Henry everyone else and maybe Snow and Charmin were letting Henry was the biggest one of all yeah, and maybe Emma, I mean, um, Snow and Charming were letting her in, but not that much. And then everyone else were just like, no, she's the evil queen. I think that personally they should have given her a chance. Probably the whole story would have been completely different and we wouldn't have had the stories we have now, but everyone deserves a second chance. I mean, obviously the writers wanted it that way because they made it that way but from my point of view people like for example when before the br winter break the last episode we had for the winter break where she actually where where rumple is trying to kill everyone who comes through the portal and she takes the magic out of it i mean wow i was like i was really impressed by what she did and then they're like and then they dished her and henry i mean even henry yeah yeah henry went like Oh, up to his mom, and he was like, oh, I love you, mom, this and that. But he didn't even hug Regina, and without Regina... He didn't acknowledge her. I don't think he even said thank you. No, I mean, everyone, um, Emma said th um, thank you, but then they go yeah, out Henry. to eat, and they don't invite her. And I mean, you wouldn't be alive without her. I mean, it was really bad. I think they should have not done that. And that's the reason why she's evil. I agree. During all season two, not only at the end, but we see her, she's trying to change and she's trying to do better. And then everything that happens, they blame her. And I mean, you shouldn't trust her, let's be honest, but you shouldn't blame her either until you have proof that she did it. Because then things like what happened are gonna happen. Like blaming her for the murder of Jimmy and Cricket then she's gonna go back to evil because if everyone sees her as evil before she does anything she hasn't gonna have no choice than to go back to being evil i think that was really unfair i know that it looked like it was her but there was no evidence until the dream catcher 
So I think they should have. It didn't help her though. It would have been good enough to blame her. And then she would have been able to understand. Yeah. They blame me, but there was evidence, you know. And she even said it. She said, you made it. Um, I don't have to quote right now, but I know she told Cora. The evidence you left, they really made it look like I did it. And if you really cared about me, you would have done that, you know. And Cora, again, Cora manipulated her in many ways once she got into storybook and and I mean the reason we now we know the reason she had no heart um, literally <laughs> but yeah Regina is a really complex character and I want to see her doing season three I think season three is where she finally will be able to redeem herself and gold I think gold has the chance to redeem himself. I think so too. I think they both do, but on topic of Regina, I think that the main reason we can expect her to get along better with the other characters and to finally get a chance to be good is because they have an even bigger villain to face now. And not only that, but at the end of season two, we actually saw her almost die for everyone else. I mean, she was willing to sacrifice herself for everyone else. So I think that shows that she is changing. Not only that she's saying she wants to change, but she she's moving towards change. Yeah, if I were one of the other characters at that moment, I would have been like, oh, she's actually being serious about this. She's not, I would start trusting her more. No one else saw it though. So I don't know how that's gonna work because the only people who actually saw her do this, the kind of sacrifice were Snow, Charming and Emma. Yeah, but if you think about it, those three have like the biggest word on like they have the biggest influence. So if they all say like, oh, she's good, she helped save Storybrooke, and all of you guys would be dead if it wasn't for her, I think they would believe it. Some people would probably be skeptical, but in the end, they would be like, she's not the person who she was before. Right now, during season three, like you said, um, we can expect her to be better because she's gonna have to work together with the other people and not only that I see it that she's gonna be a better character now because of the reason that they're all moving towards the same goal to save Henry and it doesn't matter whether you're evil or good everyone is getting in just to save Henry and for me that's a good reason to get together and I think it's gonna make everyone good because it's gonna bring everyone to the same level like before that it was good against evil noise. Everyone towards saving Harry. Something that I hope to see um, from Regina in season three, like now that Emma knows she has magic, she needs to learn how to develop it. And on that boat, the Jolly Roger, you have Rumple and Regina. I'm really hoping that in a way to like form a relationship between Emma, since that is technically Henry's real mother, so they're not fighting all the time that she helps her learn about magic except obviously for good of mankind and not for evil i see emma developing her powers um during season three and i see regina and gold being there for her and helping her and being kind of like their guy um guidance um, their teachers their professors in magic and I think it's gonna be interesting because we kind of got a glimpse at Emma and Regina working together with magic and I think during season 3 it's gonna be even more powerful but that all depends on whether Neverland has magic but we'll get into that during our next episode 
but season three, so yeah, because I don't think I don't think Neverland Mad is gonna be that different from Native Magic. Yeah, but I think that there are two times in season two where Emma and Regina kind of worked magic together. There's that ending in season two, and sort of in like the first episode of season one, where the Wraith came to Storybrooke to kill Regina. And Regina couldn't do anything until Emma touched her and it was Emma's magic that helped. So they kind of worked together there. And that's some of the reasons why I hope Regina's the one to help her out. And another place where I saw them both using magic, it wasn't to help each other, but they were using magic and I thought it was a cool place. It was, again, during the last episode of the season one, season two, before the break, before the winter break where they're fighting each other um, where good against evil or well, not good against evil because um, Rumpel was on one of the sides and Cora was in the other side I guess it was yeah. more of a family line battle right there and I just I like that episode so much because we saw Emma using her magic we saw Cora using her magic and we saw Regina using her magic and we saw and at the end of that episode when Cora dies it for me it was one of the best um, emotional moments Regina had uh, we saw that even though Regina wanted to kill her mom at the beginning of the season she still loved her a lot and it was just so hard for her to see her die. And not just to see her die, to learn that her mom actually did not have any feeling for her because she had no heart, so it was not possible. I'm pretty sure she had to take that really hard. And, and yeah, in that moment when you saw Cora actually have feelings, and it was just a really emotional moment. Heartbreaking. And that moment, like I told Jazeera um, before we did the podcast, Regina was gonna lose either way, cause the cur- um the heart was already cursed. So if they didn't put her, the if they didn't put the heart into Cora, Cora would still be evil. But if they put it into her, she would be good, but she would die. So I mean, I think that was the better death. Yeah, I mean, it was good that she died and she was able to. Um, get give Regina closure before she died it would have been worse yeah and to show her that that with the heart that she actually did care for her after finding out her mother did not care for her before and not only that but it it brought um, closure to Daniel and everyone else that and every other thing that Cora did against Regina and now Regina can see that it wasn't that her mother hated her or her mother didn't care it was just that her mother had no heart yeah it helped her move on which was great character development from the writer's part and the only thing I see um, that I don't know why the writers did this and I'm not talking about bad about the writers because I think they do a uh, awesome job at doing what they do and without them the show wouldn't be possible but Regina was evil because of Daniel okay um, do you agree with that I do agree that it's the, but not just Daniel I mean the death of Daniel 
specifically well, yeah, the death. and knowing that it was her mother. It was just the death, not just Daniel, the death of Daniel. And then during season two, we see Dr. Frankenstein bring Daniel back and she kills him again. And she basically gets closure. Am I right? I agree. Okay, now if that was the reason why she was evil and she got closure for it, I think she shouldn't have had a reason to be evil and she should have not been evil until her mother dies and then she has a reason why to be mad against Snow again and try to be evil. But in between all those episodes, she had no reason to be evil. Well, I think that I, this is where I disagree. I think that the death of Daniel was the reason she became evil, but I think that more reasons came along after that. That it was the start of her becoming evil, but later on there are other reasons, and that's why she was still evil in that gap. Plus, it's also she was evil for such a long time. That's kind of a hard thing to to move on from. I mean, I I get what you're saying, and you could also say that since she didn't have Henry back, maybe that was another reason keeping her evil. But I think she should have had. We should have seen progress in her life to turn good after that episode. Yeah, you're probably right. So, um, I don't have anything to add to Regina. I don't know about you. No, I think I'm good of her for now. So, okay. Um, well, basically, this is the end of Podcast 1. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and on Tumblr. Yeah. And then pay attention for our next podcast, which in my opinion will be my favorite one to talk about for now. All about what we expect for Season 3. And... Don't forget to check our website. We're gonna have the link in our Twitter and in our Tumblr. I'm not gonna say it over the podcast because it's really long and complicated. So I think it would be much just easier to get through Twitter and get the link. Yeah. And remember, this is for fans. So if you guys have any requests, feel free to send it to us. In our site, we're going to have a fan section of forum, podcasts, uh, blogs. So, really get involved because uh, you're going to have an awesome time. You're going to share a lot of your point of views. And we'll talk about your point of views here. and Talk to other people about their point of views. And yeah, you're going to see other people's point of view. And you're going to get some insight because sometimes people have crazy ideas but once upon a time is a crazy show so I mean they might be right when they say stuff like that um, and also the site helps you keep connected with a community of fans um, I think our site does a great job at getting the fans involved and I think that's the most important part because the internet was made for that to get involved and to create a community and we're gonna create a once upon a time community and make it stronger with the help of you guys because you are the most important part of our site not us exactly so now for a quick repeat our twitter is curse breaking that's the username and our tumblr is also curse and there you can click on it to 
check out our website, and we hope you enjoy it. Have a magical day. <laughs>